Let the kiki begin. Good evening, everybody. It is the 12th of January, 2023, and this is the first episode of Season 3 of Kiki with Kian. I promised you all a couple weeks ago when I was recording in Texas that I will be giving you all two seasons this year, and the first season of Episode 3 will be released on January 12, 2023. And like Stevie Wonder said, signed, sealed, delivered, we're here. <laughs> hey, hey. Woo, guys, I'm so happy to be back. Um, it's been a lot, so I'm just gonna give you guys a quick little recap. Um, and then I'm just gonna ease into tonight's topic because I've given you guys two bonus episodes um, over the past couple weeks just to keep you, um, you know, a little moist, <laughs> prepared for uh, tonight's episode and for the subsequent uh, seven episodes after this, which is going to be uh, basically all together season three. So go get your snack, come get your drink, sit down and let's start the key, 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 gosh i love this song and i love you all thank you all for listening and joining in for another episode of kiki with kian um you know this month marks four years since we started this podcast four month four years ago excuse me it's been four years four years this month since we started kiki with kian and i just got some great advice back in 2018 someone told me what to do shout out to marissa and since then, you know, I've been giving you guys great episodes. I think this is overall the 22nd episode. It's actually 24, but I deleted two episodes. <laughs> um, but it's the first episode of season three of Kiki with Kian, and this is a renaissance. So we're going to continue with the ratchery and everything. But um, the past few weeks, I've been listening to um, all of the old episodes of Kiki with Kian. And there's a couple things I've recognized that I need to change. One thing is I'm trying to work on my speaking, uh, you know, especially with me learning French or excuse me, me um, excelling in my French because I already speak French. But, you know, me excelling and trying to like really work on my accent and stuff. Uh, I just, you know, I'm trying to change my voice and make sure that, you know, I can speak French very clearly. Um, people understand me and it's clear, but I want to be able to speak French perfectly like Jodie Foster. Like she is my, you know, my guru, my shiro. Uh, just in acting, she's a very smart woman and she's a Francophone. I love her, you know, and we're she's she's family. She's part of the uh, Rainbow Coalition. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to do that. Uh Bradley Cooper, his French is actually pretty good, too. Serena Williams, hers is. Um, 
I think I'm on Serena's level. Our French is like the same. Uh, but her French is good too. So I'm not a hater. And I love Serena Williams, you know. I saw that picture, Serena, Queen. We just gonna say the photographer didn't know he was doing. I don't think that was you. I hope that wasn't on you. But with that being said, we're going to Kiki. This is not a pop culture um, episode. We'll save that for another, you know, episode in the future this season. Uh, but yes, feel free when you're listening to speed uh, or increase the playback speed of 1.25 because I notice I also speak very slow, very drawl out. You would think I'm from like the South, but I'm from the Northeast. So I don't know what's going on, but it is what it is. So I want to talk about a big problem I think is plaguing the whole world. It's cross-generational, cross-racial lines, cross-ethnic lines, cross-religious lines, cross-cultural lines, national boundaries, everything. And that is people having sex like porn stars. Yes, um, it is 10-21 on a Thursday night and I'm... I'm drinking, so we're going to be a little uh, risky, you know, a little fresh in our topics tonight. But yeah, so this is what bothers me. I was talking to a friend of mine a couple weeks ago, and, you know, they were telling me about, you know, um, a person that they slept with, and it registered with me. And they were just, I'm not going to be graphic because this is not going to be an explicit episode. Um, but they just, you know, were talking about the sex positions, how the guy has sex and all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I completely understood what she was talking about. And I'm going to be honest with you. all. I am not a porn person. I don't like watching. I think I've mentioned this actually in the very last episode. I, I don't even like watching sex scenes in movies. It's just very awkward for me because um, I know it's fake. And I don't think people realize, even though porn, those people are having sex, it's very rehearsed. And I I guess people are like, you know, they love talking about sex and porn and it's open and it's sexual freedom and all of that. But one thing about porn is people forget that it's a fantasy. And I do think that, you know, with the increase of subscriptions and increase in views of like you know freaky porn on twitter we all know what freaky porn on twitter is and also with you know only fans and you know you could go on these porn websites on the uh internet and just look up porn and homemade porn or even porn that's done in movies but specifically homemade porn you see couples having sex but they're having sex like porn stars you know you see people doing these impossible or hard to do moves, you know, you have like the person, the the giver, whether it's straight or gay porn. So in straight porn, it'll be the man usually. Um, and in gay porn, it'll be the top. You see them just, you know, putting the receiving partner in all types of crazy moves. Uh, and it's it, it's really it, it shows how detrimental. Porn can be to society, I think it is. And I'm going to give you a couple examples. Okay. So, I used to hook up with this guy, right? Cute guy, whatever. He was cool. The problem with him, though, is he was too much into porn. Like, and I could tell he was into porn because the way he liked to have sex was very uncomfortable for me. Um, and when I say uncomfortable, not like I was violated or anything, but he will basically twist me like a pretzel. 
to the point I'm getting like no excitement or anything at all. It's just like put your leg here while I go underneath here and hit it from the back. But I'm still it's it's really I'm trying not to be graphic, y'all, but it was very uncomfortable. And I'm just like, yo, no, like, it's okay to do, like, certain moves and tricks. Like, I'm definitely not a stationary or boring person. And a lot of people aren't. But when it gets to the point where you're basically using your partner like they are a fleshlight, that, that's pretty OD. It's really weird. And I just don't understand why, you know, these men, because it's mostly men. Why these men think it's okay to treat their partners, whether it's another man or it's a woman or a non-binary person, whomever the person is, they just like to put them through like excruciating pain or uh, awkward positions and movements. And, you know, the person's not even enjoying sex anymore. Sex is supposed to be a consensual relaxing activity between two adults okay sometimes people like to have violent sex where they punching each other slapping each other hey you know sometimes you know someone might want to get choked up i can understand that with my permission like Ro james said with your permission you know however i don't want to be having sex with someone and they have me hanging off the bed my legs in the air and they just doing like pumps and then they just start looking. It, it's really weird. I had another guy who wanted to record us and he was doing very similar moves. And I'm just like, no, I do not want to be recorded. I doubt there is. But if y'all see a recording of me out there in these streets, in these, um, you know, these Pornhub streets, let me know because I will be following a lawsuit because I've never consented to like a tape of me being made and release none of that so please keep that in mind but yeah he wanted to just like have sex in these awkward positions awkward for me and then he wanted to like record so i guess he could think about it you know in the future and watch it and i'm just like no because at that point it's not fun for me anymore it's all about you and your self-gratification you're the one that's getting to do the movements you like. You're the one that has me standing in a standstill, crazy position that you probably saw in a porn, a AVN video, whatever it's called, a porn video. And you're like, oh, I like that. I want to see that. I want to try that with somebody. And then you want to record it so that way you can go back and um, use it for your own self-pleasure at a later, later date. That, it, that just takes away all the fun out of it for me. At this point, y'all, a lot of these men out here need to just, you know, don't don't expect sex from men for a while. You know, let them use their fleshlights because if you have sex with a man, your ass is either going to end up at the chiropractor, the ER, or the morgue. Because they are out here, they wilding out, they crazy, and they're going to hurt you, okay? Like, it's so obvious, like, some guys don't even like kissing anymore. Uh, they just want to go straight to it. Um, I had one guy literally the whole time. He just had my face against the bed and that was it. Like, you know, and I'm just like, this is very, very uncomfortable. Like, why is my face against the bed? All, he literally just used me like a human fleshlight. And I had to like one day I was talking to him because this was someone I was talking to and I was starting to feel and this was someone like I wasn't dating him, but we had been together for a long time you know like sleeping together going out on dates all this stuff we were friends but with benefits 
And I would say, you know, I'm going to say his name. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, why, you know, I don't like the way we have sex. Like, it, it, it feels very, it's uncomfortable. It feels disrespectful. And I'm like, I feel like I'm being used like a human flashlight. And he thought, like, I was joking. He was like, oh, why would you think that? That's not true. But he did. Like, I had to break it down on what he was doing and how disrespectful it was. So the next time we hook up, hooked up, excuse me, he was very attentive. And I, I don't know if I got to him or he was just like, F it. I'll probably just try with somebody else. But yeah, it, you legit have to have conversations with people now on. Well, it shouldn't be now. It should always be something when you're um sexually involved with somebody. I personally feel that, you know, after the first time y'all have sex your first time having sex yes you should enjoy it but if there's like something you definitely like let the person know if it's something you didn't like let them know so that way they know you know not to do it again or to improve their skills to enhance it so it could be pleasurable and enjoyable to both of you you shouldn't be having sex with someone and it's like he's making his own dirty movie or reliving a porn scene because that stuff is not real you know when it, um, I was watching this interview of this porn actor, um, I've been watching a lot of uh, gay commentators and gay content creators on YouTube. And, um, you know, they interview porn stars. So I'm just like, OK, whatever. You know, this is really not a world that I'm familiar with. But I, I'm, I'm curious. I was very curious because I knew who Jenna Jameson was because she was like the porn actress. But she kind of like crossed over. She didn't do any movies, but she was, like, very well-known in, like, the main world. I guess she was, like, a big porn actress. I don't watch porn. I was also a kid around the time she was at her zenith, and she's a woman, so I'm not into straight or lesbian porn. So, but anyway, she, um, I remember her, but um, these guys I've been watching on YouTube, they were interviewing, like, gay porn stars or gay porn actors, whatever they call themselves now. And they were talking about, like, how, you know these porn scenes should not be taken seriously. You know, a lot of these guys have boyfriends or husbands. Some of them are even straight, y'all, or bisexual. Um, you have others that are, um, they're actually having sex with people that they know, but they treat it like it's business. And then on top of that, you know, they're talking about how they can't have sex for a couple days before a scene, how they had to hold off you know, how the person basically, uh, the receiving partner, the person that has to do all those hard-ass tricks, you know, to please the audience and be like, oh, that's an interesting split or whatever they did. That person's talking about how they basically had a stretch and workout for days. And then the day of the scene, you know, they're getting injured. They've gotten hurt and going to the hospital. Some people were out of commission for a few weeks or a couple months just from a scene in a porn film. And I'm like, this is horrible, but I'm glad this is being spoken on because you have these men out here trying to recreate recreate these scenes like oh i saw this girl do a split while she was you know receiving sex from a man so let me put you know my next partner or partners in a split and do this or i want to use them like a human fleshlight or you know then you got people that are doing dangerous things like oh let's have sex outside or let's have sex against a glass window where you know someone could fall and die or have sex in public it's just really it's just like, look, y'all, if you're going to watch porn, that's fine. But if you're going to recreate scenes, make sure it's cool with your partner. To be honest, maybe y'all should watch the scene together. 
and just discuss and talk about it and be like, okay, I'll be down for that. Oh, okay, I like getting choked. Okay, make sure you choke me this way or make sure you slap me like like this stuff. That, like if you're into that fantasy, that's fine, but you got to make sure you talk it out. And people might be like, oh, that take the spontaneous or the spontaneity out of it. And I'm like, well, those porn scenes that you're watching, they're not spontaneity. That stuff is rehearsed. That stuff isn't like, you know, uh, it's not ad-libbed or, you know, improv improvised. That stuff is in the script or it was spoken between the actors. Why do you think you was hearing a couple years ago about a lot of these porn actors, you know, accusing their co-stars and their scene partners of sexual assault, rape, you know, and people are like, oh, well, porn stars can't get raped. I'm like, well, why not? If someone told you not to do something, that is a sexual assault, whether you want to admit it or not. So a lot of these men that's out here, you know, want to put their partners in these awkward positions and getting them hurt and everything. That is a form of sexual assault, whether you want to accept it or not. Now, I'm not going as far as saying that I've been assaulted that way. But, you know, someone out here might be like, hey, you know. Something may have went too far with them before and to the point where they're like, I felt violated. I felt like I was sexually assaulted. And y'all don't want those charges coming at y'all, okay? Because cancel culture is quick and you don't want to be labeled a rapist or a person who sexually assaults people. So just be mindful of that. But yeah, you all just, yeah, th these these sex scenes, um, these, these not sex scenes, excuse me. These uh, <coughs> sex acts is just getting out of control, okay? I had once, uh, I'm going to be honest, last month I actually was on a handstand and I fell off my bed and onto my clavicle and my face. It was crazy. Now, the person wanted to try something, but I was actually down for it. <laughs> so it just fell. <laughs> it was a horrible fail, but it was at least it was something that we both wanted to try. That's fine. You know, like I said, you talk to me if I'm down we'll do it but don't just expect me to do it because what happened if I didn't stretch that day or I'm not in the mood or I just want to be lazy but there's some days you really don't feel like having sex but you just do it to please your partner especially with someone that you're like you know dating or very involved with like I was involved with this person and I fell and I mean I laughed but my side definitely hurt the next day and I'm in my 30s now so you know I'm still young but you know I got to make sure I don't dislocate anything because I can't bounce back like I used to 10 years ago when I was 22. Just saying. But yeah, y'all, that's um, what I wanted to talk about uh, about sex and porn and people having sex like porn stars uh, as far as the physical act itself. Now, let's get into the mental and the emotional part of it. I recently met somebody... About two months ago, I'm going to call him Asa, okay? So I'm not going to give out his real name. I don't put, I don't like to blast people's real names on here. Like people that, the story that's surrounding, like when I give shout outs and, you know, praises to people, I'll use their real names. But if I'm using like an anecdote or like something from like a personal story of mine regarding like, you know, someone I'm beefing with or a sexual partner, I respect their um, identity. Even if I don't fuck with them like that anymore, I still respect their uh, identity. So this guy, McCall Asa. Um, and yeah, we're going to leave it at Asa. So Asa and I met back in November. Uh, we met on 14th Street in D.C. And I was actually walking to the bank and it was a Friday. So he didn't know I was going to the bank, though. So don't be like, oh, he know and I ain't got no money. 
So anyway, he was riding a bike and, you know, for some reason, I just started looking at him and he was like looking at me. So we're staring at each other. And I don't know why I'm just like looking at this guy. I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute or whatever. But, you know, I don't think much of it. I just look at him. And then as soon as he's riding his bike, I'm walking. So we look at each other. As soon as we pass, that's it. I just go back and like looking straight forward because I'm walking to the bank. About 10 seconds later, someone's like, excuse me. And they like touch the back of my back. So I start like not freak out, but I'm a little shook because I'm like, who is this? It's 1.30 in the afternoon. So it's daylight and everything. And there's people around, but still. So Asa comes off his bike and he introduced himself and everything. And he's asking me like, oh, what's my name? What do I do? I tell him. And he said, oh, am I free later? I said, maybe. He said, well, can I get your number? So I gave him my number. So me and him start talking. We hang out. We hook up. And um, we for the, for the next few weeks, we're just chilling, talking, hanging out. And we hooked up a couple more times. So I go to uh, right before I was supposed to go to Texas or right before I went to Texas because I did. Um, we were supposed to like link up and we didn't. And he just like always had an excuse or, you know, he'll be like, oh, I'm free today. I'm like, oh, so am I. I get off of work at five. I can come over. He said, cool. And then nothing would happen. So at six o'clock, I would text him like, hey, is everything good? And he would either leave me on red or he wouldn't even read my messages at all. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I don't play games, but I'm not going to chase you. Like, especially like, you know, you're approaching me. And then also it's it's just rude. Like if we made plans to hang out at five, you should text me at like 430 and say, hey, I can't do it tonight. Or you want to confirm with me like, hey, are we still meeting up at five? Do that. I don't want any shocking like. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was so busy at work. And you're telling me this at 11 o'clock. And I'm going to be straight up with you all. When someone says they have work, they use work as an excuse often. That person better be a millionaire. There should be no reason why somebody has roommates or live in a, a studio apartment or drive driving around in a hoopty or finance, financially struggling, excuse me, financially struggling, um, Talking about some, oh, I have work, I have work. Every time y'all have plans to meet up or hang out and they want to use work for the reason that they can't hang out and don't have the decency to hit you up or text you or let you know like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not a free tonight anymore or I'm unavailable. Now, if they start in their own business, that's fine. But at that point, they shouldn't even be dating. They should just have hookup buddies that they can hook up with when they don't got work. But don't approach me or try to talk to me. And then if we have plans and you don't even have the decency to say, oh, Ken, I'm no longer available. You don't have the decency to say that. Instead, you just, you know, dead me, ghost me. And then you want to reach out to me the next day or a couple days later talking about acting as if nothing happens because they love to do that. The first time they'll apologize. But after that, they act like nothing happened. And you have to bring up like, oh, well. What were you the other night? And they want to get upset and say, oh, I have work. I have work. Uh, you know, I'm not always available. Like, bitch, why you snapping at me? We made plans. Be a man of your word. See, I was a man of my word. I told y'all I was going to release an episode for y'all on January 12, 2023. The first season, first episode of season three of Kiki with Kian. And I'm keeping my word. These guys can do that. And I don't understand why not. Like, why not? Why can't you just say, hey, I'm unavailable? So this guy wasn't even doing that. He wasn't saying anything. So I'm just like, what the hell is going on? So 
Someone could say, oh, King, you know, something may have happened to him. I thought the same thing. I would be ready to hit him up or whatever, but then I'll go, you know, check my Instagram because, you know, he followed me on Instagram and he'll be looking at all my stories. And I'm just like, how can you look at my stories? But yet you cannot reply to a text message. You can't even read my messages because, you know, you can see if someone read your messages or not. He hasn't read my messages or anything. It'll be like three days later. He'll finally hit me back up. That's when he finally read the message. Like, I would check it. I'm going to be honest. I would check it and be like, yo, what's going on? So there was a couple times I reached out to him and asked him, was he okay? And, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. But then when he would do it like repeatedly or I noticed he was doing it um, back to back, I would just not even respond. Be like, you know what? F it. Now, granted, he did tell me he was messing with somebody else because I asked him and he was very honest. That's kind of what made me endeared me to him, maybe like him a little bit more because I'm like, OK, he's honest. It's crazy how low the bar is, y'all. But he was honest. He's divorced. Um, He's bi. And he was like, yeah, I'm sleeping with somebody else. I didn't ask any questions. I'm like, OK, that's cool. You know, is it going to be an issue? He told me no, like him and that person's open. He'll like to know me, get to know me all that other stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. And we weren't even talking that long. It was literally a month, but before all of this was going on, but I really liked him. He was very sweet, very attentive. When we did have sex, he was not having sex like a porn star. And that also kind of gave me the, um, the reason of talking about, uh, guys having sex like porn stars, because it was so crazy. Like how, when I would have sex with him, he wasn't treating me like a flesh. Like he was very tender, loving, very sweet, very nice, kind. He liked to kiss and touch. It was very beautiful. It was very nice. Um, it was sweet. Uh, he was very handsy, but other than that, though, he was very sweet with everything else. But he would then he started doing this, so I got turned off. So I'm like, okay, I got you. So the night before I went to Texas, he hits... No, someone else hit me up. Someone else in my stable hit me up, but I ignored him because he kind of annoyed me. So I just didn't respond to him. So then I get the Texas and, you know, I turn my phone off of airplane mode. He had texted me like, hey, what are you doing? I just ignored him. That was December 19th. Tell me why December 31st, he calls me on. No, he messages me on Instagram and he was like, oh, I see you've been ignoring me, but it's cool. I just uh, wanted to wish you a happy new year and don't worry, I won't bother you anymore. So I'm looking at this message like, what is he talking about? So I respond back, but then I'm like, no, uh, he calls me. Then he calls me, actually. Uh, no, he calls me first. And then what happened was I was somewhere in public and my phone was locked. So what happened was I had to like unlock my phone. And when I did it, that's when the Instagram call stopped. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. So I had to like, then I guess... By the time I got to like Instagram to try to like call him back, he had sent that message. So I called him back and then he was like very like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, no, like, why did you send me that message? First of all, I didn't ignore you. You hadn't spoken to me in like a week. You were leaving me on red like that's disrespectful. And he proceeded to tell me, y'all. <laughs> Hold on. This bitch proceeded to tell me he got Bell's palsy. <laughs> Bell's palsy is a serious illness. It's not funny, y'all. I'm just saying, like, I... This is this is crazy. Hold on. He said he got Bell's palsy. 
And he was like, oh, you know what Bell's palsy is? I'm like, yes, I know what Bell's palsy is. He said he got Bell's palsy and he had an attack. Like, you know, he's been so stressed. And he told me he was stressed out about certain situations. So I get it. But he was like, it flared up the Bell's palsy, effed up his face, and he didn't feel comfortable talking to me. Now, I'm laughing because, you know, men would give you excuses like, oh, I got work or their phone died or they couldn't find your number. But this man really told me he had Bell's palsy. A man has never given me a medical issue on why. Oh, that's not true. Somebody told me they were in a mental institution and I did it that quick. But other than that, no man's ever given me like a physical uh, 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 illness as a reason why he ghosted me. So at the time I wasn't laughing. I was just more in shock. But I'm laughing now because he's a bitch and I'm about to tell y'all why he's a bitch. So I'm like, oh my God. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, is there anything, you know, I can do? He was like, uh, no, you know, I'm good. I just, I'm getting better. I'm taking my medication, but you know, I just, I just, uh, you know, just been crazy, but I just want to wish you a happy new year. And when you get back from Texas, please hit me up. I love to see you, blah, blah, blah. So great, granted. Me and him are cool, I guess. Then I thought about it and I called him back when I got home and because I didn't want to lay out on him. I'm like, this man just told me he got the Bell's palsy. I'm like, let me be nice to him. So when I got back into where I was staying at my friend's house, I got to her house. I went into another room. Then I called him and I'm like, hey, OK, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm sorry about your Bell's palsy, but that's still no reason for you to have ghosted me the way you did. So then he fessed up and said, oh, he's bad at communication as well. So he is bad at communication and he got Bell's palsy. I mean, I guess this man has more issues than Helen Keller at this point, but I digress. So then I get back home here to D.C. last Wednesday the 4th, okay? So I didn't hit him up because I just got home last Wednesday like in the evening. And I actually flew into Baltimore because I took Spirit. I know y'all, but it was cheap. So I took Spirit from Baltimore. Of course, the Mark train was late. Then I get into D.C. and I didn't feel like cooking. So I went to Cadoba and there's only one Cadoba in D.C. I'm over Chipotle. I've always preferred Cadoba. Cadoba's on Temple's campus. They just threw Chipotle in there like when I graduated. F you Chipotle. Y'all not that good. Y'all too expensive and y'all skimpy on your stuff. Cadoba is where it's at. So I went to Cadoba. Then I went home, ate my Cadoba, took a shower and chilled. The next night. I actually got hit up by somebody else on my stable. So I'm like, oh, I got to make that time for him. The very next night, that same person came over. So I was back to back busy with one person. Saturday, I went out with my homegirl, Annie. Sunday, you know, I pulled an all-nighter because I was working on a project that um, I've been focused on this past month and a half or so. And hopefully it would change my life for the better. So I just submitted it like an hour ago. So anyway... The guy hits me up Wednesday. So yesterday morning, he hits me up. He says, good morning. You know, he calls me like, good morning, beautiful, all this other stuff. Stuff you know that niggas do. So I'm just like, oh, okay, you know. um, Hello, like, it's good to see you, Asa, blah, blah, blah. I told y'all Asa's not his real name. and But I'm just going to refer to him as Asa. So he was like, oh, what are you up to today? So I told him... And he said, oh, he want to see me. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm done with work at 5 o'clock. 
So he texts me at five and no, he texts me at like six o'clock. So at this point, I'm like, OK, whatever. But I had also decided that I was going to uh, probably pull an all nighter or at least work late to finish this last part of this project I had to complete. Uh, but I would have hung out with him regardless. But I was also I'm also not feeling well, like I have a cold. Um, but I probably still would have seen him, though. And I told him, like, I had a cold. I'm not feeling the best or whatever. Then he says something very sexual. And what pisses me off is this. And I don't know why people feel like they can just just because you slept with someone before doesn't mean that all your subsequent conversations have to be about sex. You know, men, if you slept with a woman before or you guys have a sexual relationship, it's not okay for you to text her and be like, hey, babe, you gonna let me get in them goods, them yams. Like, you don't talk like that. You know, men that sleep with other men the same way, like, don't, especially if I haven't seen you in a while, that should not be the type of conversation we have. Like, now we're laying in bed joking and talking like that after sex, fine, that's okay. But I haven't seen you at this point in almost a month. And, you know, we were just talking about your bad communication. You got the Bell's palsy. And, you know, I was like over you and you thought I was ignoring you. So you're trying to get back on my good foot and you you had it. But then you say something like that. That's a turn off. So I was still down to sleep with him, but I had to tell him like about himself. So I said, dang, really? That's it. Literally those four words, y'all. Dang, really? That's it. That's all I said, because I was just very disappointed with the comment he made, you know, about, you know, after I said, oh, I'm just doing some work or whatever. And then, you know, he made a, a very, very explicit sexual reference uh, or statement, excuse me, uh, towards me about basically us having sex. But it was very explicit, like I'm not even going to repeat it. And I just didn't like it. I thought it was like, very, like, why would you talk to me like that? Like, just because I've had sex with you before, it doesn't mean that that gives you the right to just, that's going to be our only course of conversation in our relationship. Like, that's not cool. So when I said, dang, really, that's it, y'all, this man snapped on me like, oh, really? Okay, now it's a problem that I want to be inside you? Yeah, y'all, he said that part. I was like, and then I didn't, I'm just reading this. He said, you know what? Don't worry. I won't hit you up anymore. Uh, uh, good luck. And I was just like, what the hell is this man's problem? So I replied, I said, why are you snapping like this? Like, all I said was that wasn't really the best way to go about it. Like, at this point, I'm probably stupid because I'm trying to like, I'm not justifying myself, but I'm telling him like why that is disrespectful. Where it should be something that he should know already because, y'all, this man is older than me, number one. He's older than me. He's been married. He's divorced to a woman. She knew he was bi, so. Um, I'm like, you you, you should know better. You should know that you shouldn't talk to somebody like that, whether it's someone you're sleeping uh, with or not. And you haven't seen them, and your relationship with them is already very shaky. So why would you just say something like that? Like, I don't get turned on by someone sending me dick pics. I don't get turned on by someone talking nasty to me over text messages and phone. Like, that's not sexy to me. Okay. You know what's sexy to me? Getting a Cash App notification that someone just sent some money my way, or a Zelle notification, or a Venmo notification that someone sent me money. That's the only thing cyber I find sexy. 
Everything else I want to see in person. It needs to be tangible. Okay? It needs to be ready for me. And vice versa. That is sexy. There is nothing sexy about telling somebody, oh, you ready for this day? Or a woman saying, you ready for this? Like, no, and you're texting me this. What am I supposed to do? I still got to wait for you to get here or for me to get there. That's number one. Number two is I have to really be in the mood. And last night, I really wasn't in the mood because I wasn't feeling well. I had paper to do. And again, like I'm... Like I said, I was going to hook up with this man, but that 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 didn't have to. Just because I was going to hook up with you doesn't mean that you should have the right to talk to me like this, you know. And he just would not. He was just like like uh, like dismissive. He didn't say anything else. He just ignored me as because I sent him like three messages in a row, like why what he did was wrong and why I was upset. So then I said, you know what? I see you're in the. I said you could have spoke to me more. Uh, respectfully and i didn't say you have to like stop talking to me but i see you're in a mood so then this bitch decides to thumb up my comment and i haven't heard from him since so i guess i'm done talking to him i refused in 2023 at the age of 32 going on to 33 to be uh treated with disrespect last year i refused to be treated with disrespect the year before that, I refused to be treated with disrespect and so forth. I'm not a punching bag. I'm not someone who's going to tolerate disrespect. Now, if it's a mutual disrespect, like, you know, something consensual, like, oh, yeah, I want to be disrespected in a certain act or whatever. That's one thing. But if I'm having a if we're communicating to adults that are communicating, whether it's a sexual relationship or not, it should be very respectful. You know, if I haven't seen you, if I'm dating a man, OK, and I haven't seen him in like three weeks or even a week, one week. I'm not going to be like the first thing I'm not going to say to him is like, hey, I can't wait for uh, you to come home and I get in them cheeks or, or or you get these yams or D you down. Like, I'm not saying any of that. I'm going to talk to him like a gentleman, like a respectable adult that I am. And I'm just going to be like, hey, babe, I miss you. I can't wait to see you, blah, blah, blah. And if he starts getting freaky or want to get flirty with me, then that's different. Okay. But that's not going to be the first thing that comes out or the second thing come out of my mouth. Well, not my mouth, but from my uh, my phone is a sexual reference about how you ready for this day. And mind you, me and this man haven't even talked about this man got Bell's palsy. This has His Bell's palsy has not come back up, y'all, at all. The Bell's palsy hasn't came back up. The treatment, none of that. None of that has been discussed. But this man is ready to have sex. Like, so, I don't know what's going on. I am really at this point in my life where I actually was talking to my friends the other night. And they agree because I talk to them a lot. My friends Ingrid, Tasia, Stephanie, Annie, Ingrid. We had dinner last night um, at Mi Vida. And not last night. Oh, my gosh. This week is going by fast. Tuesday night at Mi Vida. And then me, Annie, and Ingrid went out for a drink till 2 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. But we were talking. And I was saying, you know, at this point, you know, one of the people, my friend Stephanie, she's married. My other, One of my other friends is uh in a relationship and then my other two friends they're single and i'm single um so we were just talking about relationship stuff and it wasn't the thing we were just talking about it because another one of my friends got engaged though i'm happy about that and we're just talking about people we know getting married but there's some people we know that are divorced so he was talking about that too and i said i legit at this point don't care if i'm in a relationship 
anytime soon. Like, I've never been a person that was like, oh, I need to be in a relationship. I need to be in a relationship. You know, there were times I thought personally, like, you know, I want to be in a relationship. It would be nice. And when I was in one, it was just an effing disaster. I've talked about this a couple times on this podcast. But um, then there was like other guys I tried dating. You know, it didn't work out whether some of them wanted to have sex like porn stars. Uh, some were like very hyper masculine. And I like my men a little feminine, <laughs> just a little uh, or a lot. It, it, it depends. But they were too hyper masculine. I don't like that because I, I, I just don't like it. Um, I had other guys who were D.O. Um, I had other guys who were just like, you know, they didn't want us to be a couple in public, whether because of, I guess, me or maybe they just didn't want to lose their street cred because, you know, y'all, I, I do date. I have dated some street guys, but I've dated some professional guys as well. But I'm just like, I've I'm just been so disappointed the past couple years. I just don't care to be in a relationship anymore. Uh, I'll keep my stable. But like I said, I don't look at any of them seriously. A couple of them listen to this podcast, so I don't take you seriously. Um, but they know it. They probably don't take me seriously neither. So it's just mutual. However, I will say this. The men in my stable, though, at least they talk to me. We have conversations. Now, there's other reasons. Some of them are too personal why we can't be in a real relationship. But at least um, they don't talk to me crazy like this guy did. And the crazy thing is, y'all, I thought this man was going to be my man. Like, I really did. You know, he's an artist. I'm not saying his name, but again, I'm giving y'all clues. Asa is an artist and, you know, and he was older, but not too much older. He's four years older than me. He's a cute guy. Um, I don't have a body type preference, but I do. Uh, a, a lot of skinny guys like me. He's a skinny guy, tall. So I'm like, OK, I like that. And he like he, he was clean. I like that as well. And he was very nice in person but his communication was horrible and the way he spoke to me was horrible and I'm just like that really like in a way I guess it kind of shattered me because I'm like oh my gosh like I think sometimes I kid myself you know I have a active social and sex life but I know where to you know I can like quickly figure out when someone's not for me and guys that are not for me but, you know, they're still respectable or decent. I keep them as, you know, in the stable. And, you know, they do their own thing, too. But guys that have potential, I definitely treat them seriously. Like, I was, like, forsaking other guys, you know. Except the guy in my stable last week. But, like I said, this man I seen since a week before I went to Texas. So, I ain't had no loyalty to him at this point. So I definitely saw someone else in my stable. But um, other than that, when I was talking to this guy, I was messing with no one else in my stable. Like no one else. I didn't cut them off because we weren't talking that long. It was like a month. And guys in my stable are all over the country. I have guys in California. Oh my gosh, guys, that's not like a whore, but I do. I have one in Virginia, one in Philly, two in Maryland. And I think one in DC. Oh no, I got rid of DC. So yeah, so that 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 was it. I mean, I protect myself and stuff, of course. Y'all know I'm a prep king. But yeah, I just I just 
you know, I was like very happy that, you know, this guy, he seemed nice. I like the way he approached me because, you know, guys these days, they want to be like, hey, 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 like cat call you and touch you and all this other stuff. I mean, granted, he did like, t he tapped me. So that's what it was. And he tapped my shoulders. Not like he touched my butt or anything. And he approached me on the street in public. He was very polite. He walked with me. He asked for my name. He was asking me what I'm doing and all this other stuff. And, you know, we made eye contact. It was very, it was like, y'all, literally like the moment I met him, it seemed like a scene from a movie. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, and But I never thought he, I never thought this man would approach me. So I was just like, oh snap, me and this guy are just like looking at each other like, oh, okay. Um, this is interesting. But, you know, sometimes, you know, people will look at you, but they might just be staring at you like, why is this person looking at me or whatever? So we're just looking at each other and, you know, but... Again, I thought it was just like a passing glance. And that's happened to me a couple times. But the way he approached me, it was literally like a scene from a romantic like film, y'all. And I really, really liked Asa. But then he did that BS yesterday. Well, actually, he turned me off when he stopped uh, reading my uh, text messages. And then the thing from yesterday just basically solidified, like, we're not going to be together. So, And it just basically confirm that I think I'm going to be single for a while, which is okay. I mean, I'm cool with it. Um, I've been single pretty much for the past nine, eight years. Yeah, eight years. I've been single for eight years. So I, I, I like, I still got a stable. I have friends. Um, God willing, you know, my career and everything, uh, gets better i get into higher positions i'll be happy with that i'll travel more meet more people maybe people in like different regions um will be better um there's f there's f boys in in different countries y'all trust me i've dealt with the f boy in canada and an f boy in cuba so there there are f boys everywhere but you know maybe i'll go to another country and meet someone great there you know, maybe I'll be in spaces where I'll meet somebody respectable, someone that has similar uh, thoughts as me. And then also, I don't know about uh, y'all, but I always feel like the best men are always in different states. Like, it's crazy. Like, um, when I before I went to Texas, I've been to Texas before, but I didn't really go out as much. And then this time I was in three different cities in Texas. And I always hear about, oh, guys in Dallas and Austin are so nice and sweet and cute. And when I went down there, I, you know, was on Tinder. I matched with some guys, but of course, you know, they were showing like no interest. They, I would send, send them like a nice message or whatever. I would get no response or the conversation would be dead. And I'm just like, okay, well, this isn't happening. You know, uh, I haven't been to California in years. Maybe I need to trade out there, but I knew like a lot of guys were in Texas. Um, I see videos of guys in Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta several times. I'm actually going back to Atlanta in a couple weeks. I, I I can't. There is this one YouTuber. I ain't gonna say his name. I just got introduced to him. Who, to me, I think is he's my type. Like my preference. Excuse me. He is my preference. He is fine, tall, black, cute nice body educated he's in the divine nine which is crazy um i've hooked up with a member of the divine nine before and he just you know he he's openly gay and he talks about you know open spaces you probably guys probably know who it is since i said open spaces 
But yeah, like he's perfect. But of course, when I go into Atlanta, I'm not seeing this man in the streets of Atlanta. I'm seeing homeless people and crazy people asking me for change or trying to fight me. So I don't know, y'all. But yeah, literally, um, I I think I'm going to just back down from trying to uh, find a relationship or start a relationship anytime soon. I'm just over it. Uh, that really bothered me. Like this guy, I really like had high hopes for and it just effed everything up. Uh, these guys out here, they either got mental issues, they want to have sex like porn stars and just don't care about satisfying or pleasing you sexually. They're just trying to get, trying to get off, you know, uh, and recreate scenes that they saw on Pornhub or OnlyFans. No, a lot of them are too cheap for OnlyFans. So from Pornhub, um, or, you know, they just, they, they just think it's okay to, uh, uh, just be disrespectful. You know, I had one guy who's in my stable that's for years been trying to get me to have a threesome. And my thing is, you can't even last more than five minutes, but you want to have a threesome. Only reason he's kept around y'all is because he gets great foreplay. Other than that, it's not great, but he wants to have a threesome. And I'm just like, why? No, like I'm not doing a threesome. And it's just like, not only that you can't last, but it's like, what is wrong with us just having regular two people sex like you know like if you want to have a threesome have it with two of your friends or something like i just i am literally just tired of being disrespected <laughs> i am tired of just dealing with people that got sexual issues mental issues uh projecting i don't know i'm just over it so it is what it is but you guys um Please send me an email to kclorbird at iCloud.com. I didn't talk a lot about the porn stars because I I, I I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't make a whole episode about it because, you know, I didn't want to get too graphic or too explicit, especially with our first episode back. You know, uh, I haven't recorded regularly in about three years at this point, and I just wanted to celebrate us reuniting uh, with a good deep conversation, but I didn't want us to get, you know, X-rated, marked explicit, and limit our audience on Apple Podcasts or Anchor or Spotify. So with that being said, I enjoy speaking with you all. I love you all so much. Uh, please share our podcast with your family, with your friends. Your colleagues that are cool because I don't want any uh, sexual harassment charges being thrown against y'all because, you know, we don't need that going on. But, yeah, share this on your social media. Um, I will be back next week. We're going to release another episode because, as I stated, this season is going to be eight episodes. So tonight was episode one and we're going to go until eight episodes. I think the last episode is going to be aired around March the 2nd. Uh, because I am going to a bachelor party in Spain. Um, I've been to Spain before, but I've never been to Ibiza. So I'm excited about going to Ibiza. I hope one of my birthday twin, he's like my one of my best guy friends. Um, he's like an older <laughs> brother to me. Uh, I'm hoping he can come, but his boyfriend's birthday is the same week. So I may not be able to see him. But uh, if not, I'll definitely see you probably this summer or the end of this year. Because I do have a... Uh, international trip uh another international trip planned aside from this bachelor party so i have that 
and then we're going to release season four, which is going to be about 10, maybe 12 episodes. I'm thinking about extending it because I definitely want to start getting uh, some guest stars. I have a few friends that want to speak on this show with me and I want to. The only problem is I like talking to you all like it's our time. It's our Kiki, you know. And me, Kiki, and my friends can last for hours. And these episodes cannot be more than 60 minutes. So, and I feel like we would just get so lost in conversation. You know, we would just lose track of everything. And then also, my friends are like me. We don't know when to shut up. And we'll be going from topic to topic, jumping, jumping. Cannot stay on topic to save our lives. So I'm just trying to like figure out how I'm going to work that in, plan that out and who I'm going to get to do it. And I don't want people being here being goofy. Like I want to talk about some real things, you know, uh, I want to get a couple couples on here. I want to get a couple friends who are single like me and talk about how this dating world. And like I said, I don't have high standards. I don't like I legit. I'm going to be straight with y'all. I just feel like my hope in dating somebody has not been shattered. It's not that bad, but it's definitely been is is it's definitely been affected, especially with this guy. Like when I tell y'all this guy, it was it was so crazy like how I had such high hopes for him and then yesterday happened, I was really upset. I knew something was off like I was I lost some interest when interest, excuse me, I'm coming back from a cold so I'm not pronouncing things correctly. I lost some interest when he did not read my messages and I'm just like what the hell so I was already annoyed and I'm just like okay you know what he's not going to be the guy that you know I wish he was then you know with the Bell's palsy thing I'm just like I don't want to deny someone being ill or just be like oh no not deny what's the word be in denial or just like dismiss it like oh nothing's wrong with him because stuff that stuff does happen. And like I said, he's a little older than me. And I'm in my 30s now, so stuff can happen. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well, it's possible that he has Bell's palsy that was induced because of his anxiety and stress. Like, it's very possible. And he was telling me about a, a particularly stressful episode going on with his family. So I think I gave him some leeway with that. And I've been in stressful situations with family members to the point where it really, like, F me up. That's one of the reasons why I don't mess with 97% of the people I'm related to. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it was really bad. And then as I'm getting older, I'm also thinking like, okay, well, even in my stable, you know, I have fun with these guys, but you know, I, I, you know, they're not doing what they're supposed to do either. Like, you know, they're literally just at this point, sex buddies. That's what they are. Like, you know, People think like, oh, Ken got a stable, Ken got hoes, ooh, it's fun. And it's like, no, I got hoes, but they have hoes as well. So, you know, I'm one of their hoes, they one of my hoes. So we're not, we're innumerable in each other's lives. So it's not like I can just call one and be like, oh, you're not available. Well, I mean, in a way, yes, but, you know, they're not on standby for me like I'm not on standby for them. And the way I feel about them you know, like, oh, the sex is good, but we're not relationship uh, compatible. They feel the same way about me, too. I've had these conversations with them. So when I'm, like, throwing jabs, you know, this is stuff that they already know. Because some, some of them do listen to this podcast. Um, you know, it's, it's cute like that, but I'm not their only person. And they're not my only people. 
But those are not relationships. That's literally like, oh, when we meet up, we have sex, we talk, we converse. But sometimes I see some of these guys probably like three times a year where others might be more like, okay, I might see them twice a month. So, and it's not too many guys. I literally have like five guys in my stable right now, y'all. So, and it's, and it's not, and I just told you like two live in Cali, one lives in Philly, one lives in uh, Virginia, and the other guy lives in New York because I just got rid of the DC guy. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And I, you know, once I find a good man, a guy I'm really interested in, I will get rid of all of those guys. Like that's something that I've told them. Like, look, if I am, if I get into a relationship, I have to like end this because I'm a person that once I'm in a relationship, it's done. You know, this whole us hooking up, it has to end. Like, and we can't even be friends because that's just inviting temptation. I'm not going to do that. So, and I was, when I first met him, probably would have done it for this guy, for Asa. Uh, after the leaving me on rent, I was like, uh, no, he's probably not going to be my boyfriend, but you know, it was still salvageable. Probably the Bell's palsy thing still salvageable. But after yesterday, I'm not even going to talk to this man again. I definitely don't want to talk to anybody like him. If people are just bad at communication, you know, I just learned to leave it alone. And I, I did. Uh, that's why I ignored him. And that New Year's Day thing, he kind of drew me back in. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry. I am bad at communicating. Like, he was admitting a lot of his faults. Like, he sounded so different because we were all talking at this point. Whereas yesterday was just like a text message. And I'm like, yo, just a week ago, you were sincere and sorry and all of this. But now you're basically F you. I ain't going to talk to you again. Ha ha ha. Just because of those four little words I said. And I said, dang. That's it. No, what I said? I said, okay, dang, that's it. I said, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I said four words, but dang, that's it. It's three words. Y'all, it's getting late and I've been drinking. But again, thank you all so much for listening. Um, next week, uh, I'm going to be releasing another episode. Episode two. Uh, I'm going to get a little spicy next week, but I'm not going to tell you what the topic is because God forbid, I don't want to tell y'all the topic. And then, you know, something crazy happens or something more interesting happens and it's like, okay, well, I have to forget about everything I told y'all and what I planned out for this new topic. So with that being said, y'all have a good night. Stay safe, stay blessed, stay healthy, and we will kiki soon.